0: We're not your
1: best friend, we're not the first guests. Yeah, true. That's because I wanted you guys in person. Doesn't that make it better? I guess we're her first in-person guests. True. Her first in-person okay. guests. Um, do you want to introduce yourselves? Who wants to go first? Diane. All right, Diane. <laughs> what do I talk about? No, just like, how did we meet? Well, I guess uh, all three of us okay, okay. met the same. Yeah? yeah? I guess, no, Summer first, because
0: you met someone first. Yeah, okay, I can talk about it how we first met. It was one fine day in 1A. Kat sat next to me in our physics tutorial. And I can't remember what you asked me. I think it was like, do you
1: know what he's talking about? No, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> and you were like, me too. <laughs> and we bonded over the dumb and the dumber. Yeah. Blind ladies the blind throughout university.
0: It was me, you, and Oh,
1: your favorite. Wait, we shouldn't be saying names. True. You're going to have to bleep it out. I'll bleep that. Yeah. (laughs) Just use it. Just next time, guys, like, Mm -hmm. mouth it, and then we'll come up with a code name.
0: No, no, you can just edit it, and then bleep it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so that...
1: Edit a post. Yeah, (laughs) so that
0: we know who we're talking about. And then we sat together ever since, I think, in our physics tutorials. And then in... Um,
1: I feel like second year is when we got super close. Second
0: year, we lived
1: beside each yeah. other
0: without even like planning yeah. it, and then we would walk to class every day. Yeah. So that like I feel like that's where our friendship yeah. developed. Yeah,
1: and then friends ever since.
0: Friends ever since.
1: Oh, um, true. I don't even. I think I met. We became friends in fourth year. No. Yeah. So basically, what happened was I left our cohort in school
2: and. Before I left, I had you know a good group of friends, two girlfriends as well. Not you two. Um, Thanks. Yeah, no, I'm saying for for context. And basically, when I had left, I left a hole in that friend group, so that (laughs) cat came and
1: replaced me.
2: And then when I came back to our cohort, um, I was no longer.
1: What are you saying?
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was now a group of. What? No, 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 not, no, it didn't t- it didn't happen like that basically. Cause like um the way it worked is there was a group chat with Maha and Jess and me, and there was a group chat with Maha, Jess, and Kat. And I remember I think I might have talked to.
1: Oh my god, like why like
2: why did <laughs> they not talk to me as much anymore? Why wouldn't they just make a single group chat? Um, I can't
1: remember when it formed.
2: I think I ended up doing it because I was like, we would keep making plans um one group and then another group so then but we're like oh like let's invite kat or maybe they would say let's invite diane or something but basically like maha and jess would just connect us mm-hmm. two and i don't know why they never thought to like make a single group chat and low key i was like getting feels over that dude um, in my head i
1: was like you were their friend first i don't want to step on your phone no no no, no. i never I'm thought i'm
2: actually just joking about the replacement thing it's just like I think I just didn't know whether I was still, like, close with them, because um, also you guys all suffered through that 3A term where everyone really got close, and I did I wasn't there. Um, you now yeah. here. you here now. So before then, uh, I just knew Kat as this intimidating girl from okay.
1: the popular girls group. I was not the popular <laughs> girls group. Just, <laughs> um, so,
2: uh, yeah, yeah, that's why we never got close, because you we were with that, like, friend group. And I think we would just, like, maybe talk to each other in passing, talk about silence or something at most, nothing really,
1: until, like, fourth year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I think, Diane, you were the reason that, or, like, Cat was the reason...
1: You guys met.
0: Cat was the reason that you and I met, but I think that you're really good at bringing groups of people together, and you've always done that.
2: You've, like, kind of just merged... Just because I like people. optimizing, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If I have necessarily... two hours
1: of social battery. Let's try to. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't necessarily. I don't think I look too far ahead, and I'm like, oh, I want everyone to be friends more. So, like, I can only expend so much effort. <laughs> but I,
0: I think I really appreciate that. I feel like there's not a lot of people that can do that or like feel comfortable doing that because they don't
1: know if people will get along. Right. See, like, um, with the climbing group of friends,
0: you just kind of bring people together. Similar. Yeah. yeah. Which is a very good yeah, quality. quality. Yeah.
1: Like, uh... editing Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I haven't, like, hung out with her in a while, though. But... Yeah. If, she, if you're listening, <laughs> she's <not gonna> like, <laughs> <see. laughs> hit Diana. up. <laughs> Wait, we have a dance class together coming up. So oh, that's fun. Cute. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. so I wanted to talk to you guys about <clears throat> dating and relationships. I feel like that's a really big area of our lives, mm-hmm. some of us struggling more than others. <laughs> <It's> way more. <laughs> <laughs> um, Diane's the only one in a relationship. How long has it been? Five years? I always forget if it's three or four years. Okay, Brand- 3.5. You know? uh, three, three years.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> she knows
1: better!
0: <laughs> I'm like, I know the day that Gabe asked <laughs> to, be,
1: to be his girlfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's been in a relationship for three years. Um, we both are newly single yes um, how long has it been for you being single uh three months three months i'm on month number one so we've got a little bit of work to do for you <laughs> okay so there are um a couple of questions that i have like as prompts, but obviously we don't have to like mm-hmm. follow it okay. um so the first one i would say um how do you know when a relationship is over how did you know? So background, Simran was the dumper. (laughs) I was the dump.
0: I don't think there's like any one way to know. Like, I don't think there's any like rule that you go into a relationship and it's like one thing and then you just know. I think it's probably like different in each relationship. It's like different... Even for one person from one relationship to another relationship. So I think it's like really relationship based. But I will say that for me, I think when I stop like growing in a relationship, that's like a sign to me because I feel like I always want to be like growing and evolving. And if I feel like I'm stagnant or something's kind of like coming the way, that's, like, a sign to me that, wait, what do you mean, like, growing and, because I feel like people can either, like, grow together or grow apart, like, I wasn't the same person I was when I first entered the relationship Mm -hmm. to when I, like, left the relationship, Mm -hmm. and so you can either, like, grow together and, like, learn together, or you can kind of, like, grow apart, and I feel like if my growth is stagnant or if I just feel like we're not Heading in the direction of like wanting to get better together, then I feel like that's Mm -hmm. my sign of like that's a good one. The relationship is not maybe running out, but it's 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 of course a two way street. So I don't Mm -hmm. know if this is like the same for the other person or for different relationships. Mm -hmm. That's
2: that's, a good one.
0: That's my answer. Do you have one?
2: I only had one other real relationship before this one and I guess I was the dumper but I was also the person that kind of caused the ending of the relationship before even the actual breakup so for that one I was still growing I was very young didn't really understand myself I had a lot of things to work on um, on my own He just kind of happened to be in the line of fire (laughs) during that growth phase. So I think the way that ended is just because I knew I needed to grow on my own. And also all these life changes kind of clashed with how we could continue our relationship in a healthy way. So I, on my own, decided to end it. But the mistake with that is like it didn't end up becoming a two-way street. I just decided and like made him accept that decision. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lot of like work that I needed to do on my own at the time. Yeah, (laughs) but I agree with what Summer was saying. I think like like, growing apart. Yeah, I think when a relation in a relationship, you should always be um, growing together. Like you should be making each other want to be better. and if that's not happening, I wouldn't say, like, the relationship is over, but you take it up. And if nothing changes after you communicate that, then that's when
1: mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the relationship is mm-hmm. no longer going to continue well. Mm-hmm. And do you think that that same logic applies to breakups up, break in friendships? <clears throat> I think so. Because I think in, in our society,
2: I feel like we put so much value or like an excessive amount of attention on romantic relationships only but i think platonic relationships are just as important um plus one yeah exactly (laughs) like um so i think it's exactly the same thing you should always be growing with your friends um you should always push them to be better it just so happened that when in a romantic relationship you just get to do more things with them, yeah. but like essentially yeah. they're I put them in the same tier. Yeah.
1: they
0: they're huge. They're so important. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you don't prioritize those relationships in your life, then yeah.
1: they're gonna stifle yeah. and stagnate. And mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think you have the same standards when it comes to like romantic relationships versus platonic relationships? Like do you have, yeah, do you have like a higher standard for one?
0: standards for like becoming friends with someone or standards for like remaining friends, <laughs> friends. We're friends. Um, i don't know that's a hard question for me because i don't think i've ever chosen chosen to walk away from a friendship so um,
1: true um, i've never noticed that from her
0: yeah and also i will say in relationships i have the tendency to do as much as possible. Like when I leave a relationship, I feel like I have given it everything and more. Yeah. And then I leave. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing um, because I I do end up feeling like a little bit burned out after. Mm -hmm. So I feel like my innate um, personality is to like work through things, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. stick it out. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know about friendships I will say I just feel like I've been like surrounded by like really good friends and like have been growing with them and the friendships that have left have not been through like my your doing my doing yeah or my choice um yeah, yeah. so maybe I'm just lucky lucky or you just don't love yourself enough <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I
2: was like, really like good question actually it got me thinking I feel um so when I say friendships I think I re- I'm referring to really deep ones like the one that we have with one another so I wouldn't you know I wouldn't be referring to maybe like climbing friends that mm-hmm. I just meet up with for leisure and mm-hmm. like like workouts. for a soul activity yeah exactly yeah. so I'm referring to more all-around hopefully, lifelong friendships. I think I mostly have the same standards. Um, If anything, what I can think of off the top of my head that is, like, different would just be maybe uh, the amount of time we spend together. Because in romantic relationships, you kind of just tend to live together after a Mm -hmm. certain point. Mm -hmm. So I think I maybe would be in their presence more for that Mm -hmm. reason. Mm -hmm. Um, But in terms of you know, being able to share vulnerabilities, issues, or like milestones. I think I do it equally with everyone that I like a lot, including my partner. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's pretty yeah. much the same for me. And that's something that I kind of came to a little bit after. I wasn't always like this. My That relationship I talked about earlier, um, I spent so much time with that person because it was my first love. So um, I think all my other friendships, I kind of died. Yeah, I died a little bit. Yeah, um, and I think also part of the reason I, you and I got closer is because um, after that big loss, um, you guys stood like basically stepped up and gave all the support you yeah. can. And that was also the first time I was able to be vulnerable with you guys. I feel like up until fourth year, I never showed my weaknesses in front of other people except my partner. So he knew like all the shit. I went through all the, you know, self-hatred <laughs> that happened in the earlier years. Mm-hmm. But then after that breakup and after I couldn't help but show my real feelings of hurt and pain, um, and you guys were so receptive of that and just gave me as much support as possible, I realized, oh, like, this is safe. Like, I can actually
1: mm-hmm.
2: be my real self with these people and not have to pretend that I have my shit all uh, together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. so then that's yeah. I think when my friendships got deeper yeah it sucks because it took a lot of pain to get there <laughs> yeah. but you know like there's no point mm-hmm. in regretting it now yeah and I think it's always for the better
0: anyways yeah yeah that's so interesting I didn't know that you felt like you had
1: to keep your Same shit together before that point well, was it because you didn't want to be perceived
0: yeah it's also uh what's interesting is like my
2: friendship with <laughs> is like um, we never talked about really personal things and maybe a little bit I'm not very, not yeah. a big sharer. Yeah. Not because she doesn't want to, it's just not her thing. Um, so I think like because I've never saw vulnerabilities from their side or rarely anyways mm-hmm. I was like oh well, then I don't think I can yeah. do that myself yeah. and like yeah. bring them their moods yeah. down. Yeah. But then with my friendship with you guys I think it was just your personality that kind of really encouraged sharing information. Yeah. Even with you, like, uh, you were the first girlfriend that I had that I could talk to about sex. Like, Which is straight wild, you no? I know? I know, I could never talk to anyone else. Like, I just had to keep it to myself yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, when you started sharing stuff with me, I'm like, oh, my God, it's kind of crazy. I can talk to another girl yeah, about sex. Yeah. Um, these are just, like, there's so many parts in our lives that I was able to open up about yeah. uh, that I think brought us closer. Yeah. So,
1: so uh, I think, I forget who it was. Maybe, maybe it was you, or... I can't remember. Someone was asking me, like, what the biggest thing that, they, that you learned this year? And I was like, how much vulnerability deepens a relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was talking to my brother, and, like, my brother and I have a pretty, like, good relationship, but we've never, like, shared, like, core things that we were, like, going through at the time. Like, we'd always share, it like, post Um, when we've, like, healed from it, and then, like, Mm -hmm. we discuss it, Mm -hmm. um, but I, like, recently, like, started opening up to him about things that I'm, like, going through currently, and, like, it's crazy, like, how you feed off of someone's energy, because once I opened up, he opened up towards me, Mm -hmm. and I was, like, wow, like, all it takes is that, like, one leap of, like, vulnerability, and it, like, opens up this whole, like, like, this chain, you know? Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. and in inevitably teach you something even if they don't yeah. respond well yeah. it's like yeah. okay now I've learned something yeah. about this relationship yeah. that I can use yeah. going forward and yeah. I feel the same way like I was having a bad day at work and yeah. um, I was just going through stuff in my personal life and I opened up to my coworker, yeah. and then now we have this really like great relationship we talk like outside of work and it would have never happened if that one day she didn't call me and
1: ask me how I was
0: doing me just like actually opening up and and like being
1: honest yeah Yeah. um which is crazy because then it brings me to the idea of like why do we have to put up like a front that you have like everything figured out you know what mm -hmm. I mean like why is it so bad to like not be where you want to be in life or like mm -hmm. you know struggle with stuff when it's like everyone's struggling
2: And also the fact that I guess thinking about it too, I feel like when I show these weaknesses, quote unquote weaknesses, I feel like they're gonna see me in a different light that I don't necessarily want them to see me. But like I've never felt that way about another person that opened up to me. I've always, you know, realized oh, they're human. So chances are the people that you potentially open up to feel the same way, but then we project this idea that like if they if I show them that I don't have my shit together, then they'll never like me, ever. Yeah. <laughs> so I need mm-hmm. to keep, like, putting up this front that I'm this, like, straight-A student that, yeah. like, yeah. knows everything, is, yeah. tr- is really organized. Yeah. But then, you know, in my last work, like, when I started burning out um, and my coworkers saw that, they just offered so much support
0: yeah. instead of,
2: like, saying, oh, this person
1: needs to quit her like job. Like, she can't handle it. Yeah. yeah. They just yeah. offered support, basically.
0: Yeah. I think that um, the thing that I struggle with is feeling like a burden onto someone else. So that's crazy because you
1: never burden. I feel like you always burden you, but you (laughs) never burden us. Yeah, because I don't
0: want to burden people, and I don't want to make it seem like you know I'm like dumping all this stuff on you. I want to be like mindful that everyone has stuff that they're going through. I feel like it's easier for me to open up in person with you too about things that I'm going through. But sometimes, like, if I'm, like, in the middle of a work day and I'm having, like, you know, a moment, sometimes I'll be, like, should I message them? And then I'm, like, no, like, I don't want to, like, you know, I don't want to burden
1: them. or. No, um, don't ever feel like that.
0: Yeah, I, I've noticed that. And I don't know if that's, like, a texting thing or
1: mm. if it's, like, a um, just, like, me in general yeah.
0: thing. And I also, it's not just with you guys. Like, I definitely notice it with, like, dating. Like, I feel like. I have to put up this front of, like, um, having my shit together and, like, you know, lately my life has been a little chaotic mm-hmm. and, thing- like, I've been super busy and things have been,
1: like, just all over the
0: place and so I feel a little bit, like, unstable and I find myself, like, kind of just, like, covering up and pretending, like, my life is just fine and everything's great and, like, <laughs> you know, I'm like I'm just me meet, I'm meeting a stranger I don't want to like you know mm-hmm. I, I don't feel comfortable obviously mm-hmm. sharing things so it's like fine like line um yeah between yeah. like sharing and not sharing
1: but yeah, yeah. I don't know that's yeah. like
0: from my perspective like why I
1: don't yeah sometimes. but is it like is it hard for you to process things because I like you guys know like when I'm speaking that's like how I process it so like I'll send them like 20 different text messages by like text number 19 i will have figured out what yeah. i want and like they'll, they'll just let me like yeah. figure it out on my own but just like releasing that to someone even though like maybe it's like i overburden you guys sometimes but it helps no. me like come to that conclusion you don't i never you feel like don't. you burn or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really yeah but then uh, shouldn't you feel that when like you want to say something I think I should feel... Because I think I give you, like, a hundred things and you give me maybe, like, half.
0: um,
1: Like, I, I like, tell you, like, a hundred of my problems that I'm going through is what I'm saying. You know?
0: It's not that I don't want to share, for sure. But I do have, like, moments where I'm, like, I don't want to burden someone else with my problems and, like, let me just kind of sit with this and see how I'm feeling. But I... I do definitely think that there is positivity that comes out of like sharing with you guys and like Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot like I think early on in our friendship Diane I would share things with you and you would like help me look at things a different way that's something that I really appreciate about like the three of our friendship is like just like offering different perspectives on a situation that maybe I can't see something Mm. um, and you are able to see it as an unbiased person. I Mm -hmm. really like value that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like maybe I'm saving, like, you know, I don't need to like, like, sure.
2: yeah, yeah, that's true. It's like
0: you only that's
1: have true. so many turns. Yeah. <laughs> that's And yeah, I it's one yeah. minor thing. <laughs> I think it's a minor in comedians. I'll save it for a bigger one. <laughs> and now that I'm single, I, you, you guys get everything, you know? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, so this, is, this goes back to how
2: I think, like, my romantic and platonic relationships are, like, the same tier, because I almost see you guys as, like, extensions of my brain like add-ons that i yeah same
1: same. same. like if i'm
2: if i'm having a problem you know like i would ask all of you guys and everyone would say something maybe sometimes they're all complimentary to one another and i'm like oh wow i never would have taken that path but thanks for taking me here um but what's interesting is i think i've we kind of developed our sharing styles differently. So for you, you like Simran, you started to um, mask more with strangers, whereas for me, I've gotten really impatient and also maybe overly confident about Never overly sharing confident. my no, but sharing <laughs> my um, my personal things that when I first meet someone, um, they're going to know so much about me. (laughs) Um, So again, edited post.
1: (laughs) Bro, (laughs) you guys are making me work,
2: (laughs) When I'm My first time we hung out one-on-one, I don't know, he mentions uh, depression, right? And I was like, wait, do you mean, you know, diagnosed depression? (laughs) And, uh, because I was like, is that my cue? So, um after that like i kind of jumped on it and then we were able to like be vulnerable with each other and we learned so much about each other in like three hours um so i feel like if there's an opening i try to jump on it i guess yeah
1: um like feeding off some energy too. energy yeah exactly
2: yes. so maybe i'm more so actively looking for an opportunity for like some more mm-hmm. deeper things mm-hmm. whereas for you you kind of like you want to take it slow which just Literally, something yeah. that we've talked about in your second date with this guy, right? Where I was like, why are you talking about streetcars? I would just be asking about, like, you know, what his traumas are. What is wrong with
1: What is wrong with you? Wrong with you? <laughs> why are you single?
2: <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it's very interesting like that we're all
1: so different in that mm-hmm. regard. But I think that's what brings us closer no?
0: I think we complement each other really well. Like, yeah. we all have, like... I don't know we're all like on the same journey but we all have different ways of getting there yeah so it's super interesting to learn from like your experiences like with Diane I feel like your ability to make friends and like connect with them one-on-one after is so good like I wish I was able to do more of that and I see that and I'm like wow this is so cool that you're able to do that and maybe it comes from like being more open and upfront like early on in the connection Um, or it's like I don't know your ability to like put yourself out there in a way that like I don't feel like I can do I don't know. Yeah maybe it's the antidepressants.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's working (laughs)
2: because I feel like um, you know at work when I used to work in my last job where I was just so done like so spent. I didn't really have time to meet these people and like make conversation and then once i found these pleasures um trying out new things and like meeting new people i feel like because it's a new thing for me um i did it really well i guess i mean i never i didn't even really take a step back to kind of realize that that was like a skill that i have but i'm like noticing it now going to these meetups um i don't think that was me before where i would just go up to someone and be like like, the amount of new
1: friends that you made this year. Yeah, it's crazy. so crazy. Yeah. Um, so the next question that goes along with this is, like, how do you practice vulnerability? Or, like, how do you get better at being vulnerable to people?
0: Um,
1: I didn't look at you to, like, make, put you on the spot. But.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe I have to think about this
2: one. Oh, uh, for me, I think I'm
0: already good at it. <laughs> I think Diane's like, I don't need to No, I don't need to. <laughs> All I do is me my whole shtick. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> my whole personality. My whole
2: personality is that.
1: And I'll tell you why I'm And i tell, tell you why. why. <laughs> why i to <laughs> I love that. You know what I I feel like I got way better because of you guys. And I feel more comfort- like, comfortable like sharing my thoughts. And I feel like, like that's really good for like a friendship and like a relationship Mm -hmm. but i feel like i really want to build that with my parents Mm, so i feel like they i will always tell them like oh i'm tired but Mm -hmm. i will never tell them why i'm tired or like oh like works good or works bad but i'll never tell them like what what's going on or like if i'm having like relationship issues i'll never really like expand on it Mm -hmm. but i'm like why is it so difficult for me to be vulnerable with my parents you know what i mean that's like something that it's same with me.
2: Yeah. I feel for me personally, aside from analyzing my parents, <laughs> um, I feel that because they have their own struggles, um, and it's something they didn't really get to process because mental health wasn't really something that we focused on back then. Um, I find it really hard to connect with them because I feel like an ingrate when I have issues. Because we have the the privilege of being able to seek our identities, whereas for them, at least for my parents, I feel that their main focus was to make sure their kids have good lives. And the things that we have now are things that they never even dreamt of. Um, so then I feel there's a disconnect there where if I'm struggling to them it might not make sense it's Mm -hmm. like oh but you're making so much money you have a degree you have friends you have a boyfriend like I don't understand why you're sad
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, so I think that lack of understanding and relation is maybe why I don't want to take that path. That is true. Because I, I, about- I,
1: I, it's not for like everyone. It's mm-hmm. just like depending on like.
2: But I wish so too. Like, I want to connect with my parents.
1: What so. about your sister? Do you feel like
2: I think we connect better
1: because we both have issues. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not laughing at the fact. am just laughing at the way that you said it. Are you, have you? Are those things
0: that they said to you or are, are those things that you think they would say if you were to voice Yeah,
2: you? I think it's both. So I haven't necessarily opened up with them the way I opened up with you guys, but then I would kind of like maybe drop some breadcrumbs here and there and the way it's received is not how I hoped. So then I'm like, okay, I don't think I want to push it and just hurt myself in the process. Um, So during my mental health journey as well, it's like, I've always, or I started maybe blaming them a lot for like how I turned out. But then I saw this quote from like this Instagram called parents are human. And it's like, you know, remember it's your parents' first time living too. And I was like, damn, Yeah. I mean, they ruined me, but (laughs) (laughs) they they didn't have the devices, you know? (laughs) Um, And that is why I'm not gonna be a parent.
0: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that um, over the past year, I've really healed my relationship with my mom specifically. And um, one of the things that I did was voice when um, I would say something to her and maybe it wasn't as like well received, um, or if, if she didn't say exactly what I expected, The first thing I did actually is like sit with why I'm still seeking validation Mm -hmm. from her. And then the second thing is like, how would I treat this if it was my friend who said something to me? Mm -hmm. And what I realized was like, I would voice to my friend that they hurt my feelings or something they said um, didn't sit right with me and try to have a conversation with them. So why wouldn't I do that with my mom? And I mean, I was lucky maybe um, because after I voiced that Um, my mom was like oh that was not my intention to hurt you I was kind kind of trying to do what I thought was helpful so understanding like her perspective and then voicing my opinion helped me kind of like heal that part of it and I don't know if that would help you Mm -hmm. um, potentially but that's just like something that I did um, with my parents and I guess going back to like the question of like, how do you practice vulnerability? It it comes down to like creating a safe space to be able to voice those things. So I think one of the things we did really well was like, we were able to like voice when things came up or if we were upset or you know just talking through stuff we've been friends for 8 years and obviously that crazy that's a, <laughs> that's a whole child it's a whole ass child oh and obviously stuff comes up through the years and you know you go through lull periods but just like reconnecting and voicing your opinion and um being able to like receive it well is just like so important to be able to like practice vulnerability and like it starts with you too Mm -hmm. so it starts with like you creating that safe space Mm -hmm. for someone else and then hopefully they reciprocate or you learn Mm -hmm.
2: although I want to share another perspective on that which is something that I myself am trying to practice um is you know as the resident sad child in this group
1: um she has a a better life than (laughs) both of us as you're validating (laughs) me (laughs) no so i
2: think like when i'm sharing things something that i want to practice is to like check if it's okay to share it so you know i don't want to be that person that just always hits you guys up when i'm sad but at the same time as someone also with limited energy i know that sometimes um facing or getting to read someone's like traumatic experience. Not necessarily you guys, but this is like something I've discussed with you, right? Where someone would just randomly dump some stuff on me and I'm not necessarily in a good place. I've like taken a step back and I'm like, I'm so sorry that's happening to you, but like I can't do this right now. Mm-hmm. And I really hope it doesn't like hurt your feelings, but this is just not something I have capacity for. And I feel like that's a practice that I really want to keep doing, like and you know, spread to other friends as well because I think like boundaries are so healthy for everyone. And in the end, like your friendships are stronger. And that's something that I, I guess I practiced actually recently with you guys when I was like having a hard time, financially slash career wise, like I couldn't take hearing about maybe things that I couldn't relate to. Now I'm okay. For, Cause in theory I'm employed again. Um, but yeah, like with these, um, boundaries, I, I kinda wish it was more common for people to just like know that they're totally fine to set. I actually,
1: I experienced this on at work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like going through like a really busy day mm-hmm. and then a coworker comes up to me and talks to me for like almost an hour about mm-hmm. all this stuff that her family's, like mm-hmm. she and her family are going through. And I felt so bad, where, but I was like, <clears> I don't, like right now I'm so stressed, like I don't have the mm-hmm. time to give you and like, whatever portion of myself I'm giving you is, like, 25%. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's, like – but then at the same time, it's, like, I feel like you – before you – like, how do you word before you're about to, like, offload on someone? Like, are you okay to, like, listen to this? Literally, that's what I say. Is it okay to just, like, tell you something serious right now? Because, I I also hated the fact that when she was telling me this, I felt so bad for her, but at the same time, I was annoyed with her. mm -hmm. Because I was, like, like – I don't know. I felt bad because it's like actually I'm on going through something sad. but yeah. yeah. No, but that doesn't mean,
2: like, your feelings are invalid. You're literally in a very high-stress situation, and now this person's adding stress to your life, mm-hmm. which, like, your coworkers, I guess your friends, that's fine. But, like, this is also um, – just something important with establishing healthy relationships is you don't wanna turn them into your everything. Like you don't mm-hmm. wanna turn your friends into therapists. I mean, obviously, like we share some things here and there, but like you would never tell like 100 percent of everything that you're going through. Um, you like put little tidbits and this is why I have a lot of friends, I gotta like give five percent. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, like really you yeah. should be like, Oh, is it okay if I just like tell you something serious right now? And if, you're, um, if that person that asked that really meant it and you said, no, I'm so sorry, I'm just really stressed right now and I can't really give you support that you need, they should respect that response, right? Yeah. And, like, when I shared that struggle with my career, then you guys were like, oh, is it okay that I'm just going to, like, mention work right now? Literally, like, someone said that. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I'm feeling better now. Like, you could share that. And that was something that I really was, like, Worried too is I don't want you guys to start censoring yourself because this is a part of your life you can't just like avoid that topic altogether it's mm-hmm. just that at that moment in time mm-hmm. um I just wasn't in the right place to mm-hmm. hear those things mm-hmm. and yeah it's like that's always going to happen I think within the topic
0: um, yeah 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 and on the flip side you should be able to communicate those boundaries like Diane did where it's like, I'm having a really hard time hearing this. I'm really not in the headspace right now. I want to be able to help you. Maybe we can chat about it t- tomorrow mm-hmm. or on a day that mm-hmm. I'm not stressed. Yeah. Now. And and that's totally okay. Like anyone on the receiving end of that statement would understand. And I don't think they're trying to like offload on for yeah. a but yeah. maybe they're not thinking about it. And, you have to, like, advocate for yourself. What's that saying? You can't, if your, like, cup is not full, you can't pour into other people's cups, so. Oh, I never heard that. That's pretty good. Yeah. She remixed it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I get the gist. I get the gist. <laughs> no, but, yeah. And also, let's say in the scenario that that coworker doesn't take it well, that's beyond your help. You know, it's not your responsibility to heal her mm-hmm. um, and... As much as you want to help her, if you're not really equipped to do it, like it could also cause more harm if, you know, you're kind of helping for the sake of helping, but not really knowing Mm -hmm. the right method, I guess.
1: Yeah. Very true.
0: Yeah.
1: Very true. Um, Okay. So I'm just going to do a couple like relationship, relationship questions. Um, This is like an interesting question for me to ask you guys. Um, because I feel like you guys know, like, my dating history and, like, my relationships. But did you ever think that I was in love in any of my relationships? Like, truly in love?
2: I think the closest, I guess, was your last one. But this is my view, right? And But the thing with that one is I think, like I said earlier, you're also growing on your own. That was separate from that person. Um, so... It's not even necessarily that he caused, you know, your ability to fall in love. It's more so because you're coming to you're getting closer to your ideal self that you're able to be more vulnerable with a partner now. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think the closest. Yeah, I think the closest it got was the last one because you were able to share your feelings. Unfortunately, they were invalidated, but (laughs) you were able to do that. And I think that's a great first step
1: towards. Um, like a happy partnership. That's interesting. What is love, anyway? Okay. Do you think they you? Can. Do you think you've experienced
0: it? Like true,
1: like true love. But, like,
0: what do you define as love? Like, are you comfy? That wasn't the question, by the way. Are you are you <laughs> I'm good. No, How I do guess. I know if cat is in love if I don't know what love is? Okay, then do you? Okay, like I love you guys. You know what I mean. So this is where like, in love, in love.
2: See, again, it goes back to that question. I think love is the same... For friendship and and romantic. Um, Not the same, but, like, you know, same vibe, if you will. Um, I think love is when... Oh, I I remember Googling this, actually, because I was questioning whether I was in love with... (laughs) And it was, like, um, one tip i guess that someone said in some random forum is if one day what if tomorrow this person walks away from your life uh and you know they'll be happier for it and you accept that that's love that's how they said it because it's like you don't you want that person, you want happiness for that person uh regardless of whether you're going to be in their life because it's like you don't care for. You're, you're, there's no like selfishness there, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know it's gonna hurt. It doesn't mean it's not gonna hurt when they leave, but it's like when you're, when you know that it's gonna be a better thing for them to walk away and you
1: accept that, then that's love. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
1: Is that your? Is that the, your thing? Do you? Okay. Do you think you've been in love? I think so. I actually disagree with your statement though. Mm-hmm. I don't think my last one I was truly like in in
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, so I wasn't sure. I guess cl- I said closer. I think to being I love. think
1: I was closer to the person that I want to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. but I think that was like the wrong person for me. Definitely. Definitely correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like now that I'm like, thinking about it, like when I tell you guys things, you guys listen to me, right? Like you mm-hmm. Understand what I'm saying and like if I'm saying something bothers me you'll like try not to do it the next time Or like whatever you know, but I feel like It's like a two-way street. hmm Okay. How do you know you found your soulmate?
0: Well, I don't know. Thank you for
1: asking. <laughs> Just
0: I don't think there's such she a thing. She came with that quick. <laughs> <laughs> She's
1: ready to throw hands. I don't think there is such
2: a thing. Um, do
1: you believe in soulmates? No,
2: definitely not. I think there will always be a right person for you. Like anyone could be a right person. not Maybe not anyone, but a lot of people could be the right person for you.
1: It's whether,
2: how much you want to work for it that keeps the relationship good. Um, so yeah, I don't think, like I don't regret like having my first relationship, for example. Like I think that person was great and helped me grow during that phase of my life and oh God, I was the one I have that so many follow up
1: questions for you. I <laughs> was the one that needed growing, but um, I'm glad that he was in my life at that time. Yeah. yeah. Um so my first question is um, do you think it's like right people wrong time? Um or do you think it's just right people and you choose to love them? I think it's that the latter. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, or maybe it's not even that there is a right person it's just there is someone that you choose to love and hopefully they choose to
1: love you back okay so um from your like two i would just say two relationships mm. what was like what did the first one teach you and like what is the second one like what's the biggest lesson the what first you- one the biggest
2: lesson is the communication um that guy did everything right, um, was always supportive, even through my many, many breakdowns during undergrad, a lot of imposter syndrome that I dealt with. He's always been a really great person, but I lacked the maturity to like myself more and to also realize that, also at the time, this is another layer, as you guys know, I'm neurodivergent, I have ADHD, and. I really thrive in novel experiences. So I think something I didn't not realize at the time, maybe when I started to think that I was falling out of love with him, it was actually because um, I was seeking something exciting, something that would get my blood rushing kind of thing. And it didn't necessarily mean I didn't love him anymore. It's just that I was um, coping with that lack in a very unhealthy way, like through mm. alcohol, through getting attention from random guys that I didn't care for. These were all things that I hadn't yet discovered for myself. So if that was maybe something that I communicated about, if I was better equipped to understand myself better, um, that relationship would have turned out a lot better than it did. So yeah, communication and really just understanding what's going on in my brain. Those Mm -hmm. are two things that I was lacking in the first relationship. And in the second relationship, having known those things now, I think I'm a lot better at dealing with my thoughts, Mm -hmm. like understanding what thoughts are shaped by, you know, my brain, Um, my different shaped brain, I guess, Um, Mm -hmm. and what thoughts are actually, like, valid, I guess. And What's like the,
1: yeah, what's like the biggest thing that your current relationship is like teaching you? I think that
2: I am a better, person slash partner um that I give myself credit for (laughs) um and also that a lot of the things that I cared for um before that relationship weren't necessarily as important as I thought so for example again like I lost I ended up quitting my job earlier this year and his reaction to it is something that i would not have done myself if the situation was whatsoever. the opposite. Um, so yeah, I guess like I learned that, oh shit, like you can actually care for someone beyond our society's idea of success. Like it's actually... Like you just love them to the core. Yeah. That's so Which is crazy. Crazy. Um, that's wild. And that I'm also working, uh, willing to work through my problems. Because yeah. before, I think like... When something goes wrong, my mind just immediately goes to, oh, like, this is over. Like, they'll break, break out of me. me. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, I'll break out of that. <laughs> no one's going to break. <laughs> um, Confirm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I learned a lot about actually making compromise and also communicating things that's on your mind instead of building up resentment and just, like, blowing up at some random time. Yeah. Yeah, I guess... Uh, yeah. If you could sum it up in a word, it's the maturity. It taught me maturity yeah. or at least what that looks like. I don't know if I'm uh, showing
1: it, <laughs> <laughs> but I have an idea of what it's yeah. like. Yeah. I feel like I, I asked her like 20, 20 questions and I was like, oh shit, like, I have to remember what I asked her and then bring it to you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, what's the first question? What's the first question?
0: What did you learn in your previous relationship? Yeah. Um, I think similar things like you kind of have to I think like work through problems with another person and like it's important to um take ownership for the things that you've done in the relationship and then like work through things and like negotiate with each other I think it like taught me how to be in a relationship essentially like Mm -hmm. Cause I don't think I had like a proper adult relationship before mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. point. So it just like taught me how to like, you know, be with someone and like understand their needs and um, like, yeah, just like actually even fighting with someone else. Like, mm-hmm. um, I kind of was like, like oh, we had a fight, like this is it, you know? Mm-hmm. um but, but it wasn't it. And then we had to work through it and understanding mm-hmm. my needs and being able to voice my needs because I've always been the kind of person that like suppresses that, but then that leads to resentment. So understanding that that's not really a choice, like you have to voice your needs. Um, Yeah. And then I think like, just like learning that it's possible to be loved and like cared for for, just for being you yeah um and you don't have to be like this amazing person that's like like achieved everything in life to be loved yeah to just be loved for who you are yeah. and have like a safe space to like speak to someone yeah and yeah just like the feeling of like being
1: loved taught me so much and because uh, i remember what i asked her um do you believe that there's like one person for you like soulmates?
0: Um
1: I think that
0: it's a choice. I think like, like you choose to like love this person and they, and hopefully they choose to love you back and or maybe not a choice but a decision. Like you choose like okay you know despite all the flaws we're choosing each other mm-hmm. and we're committed to working Mm-hmm. On this together and growing together. okay mm-hmm. mm-hmm. interesting. Okay.
1: Um, You're not gonna answer those questions yourself. Yeah. Oh.
2: Okay. Okay. The first, first,
1: the first one. <laughs> I believe it. Told me. Um, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. I think like, like as you grow, you like yourself change, right? So mm-hmm. I feel like you just have to find. I, like, love is a choice, right? Like, you have to choose to love that person. Um, yeah.
0: And what did you learn in
1: your last relationship? Um, I learned a lot in my last relationship. I don't know what the biggest lesson I learned is. Just too many. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest one is communication, I think. Mm-hmm. I think I I think I got better at that. Um, yeah. But I think there, like, I still... Would want someone to reciprocate oh yeah yeah for sure um and i think that's like a bigger flag for me now mm-hmm. um depending on like how someone responds to something that i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah versus me just saying it i would always think that's like a win me just being able to voice it and i'm like okay like i'm good mm-hmm. but like it also matters how someone responds to what you're saying mm-hmm. yeah
0: because that's like half the effort it's half yeah. the work and yeah the other half yeah. is actually committing to the change yeah.
1: Yeah. um so I think maybe this is for like you because it was like recent for you and I guess me too but how did you heal from that um and how did you know that you were done healing I don't know if I'm done healing I think healing
0: is like uh just like a long process and like I don't know I don't think I should put like an end date like okay this is the day I'm done healing kind of thing because I think I was telling you this earlier where it's like you'll feel really great for about you know two weeks and then you'll have a moment and you'll think about something from the past and not just the relationship but anything from the past and it's a sign like oh maybe this is something I haven't fully processed or thought through Mm -hmm. and I think in that moment to just do the work and like process it or make sense of it um is is my like way of dealing with it um and how i healed i did a lot of yoga and i started therapy and that really helped me like
1: bring an inner calmness
0: i think it helped me get out of well, with yoga specifically, it helped me get out of my head and in my body. Um, which, for someone who overthinks everything, it's important to have something that like takes you out of that space. Takes you yeah. out of that space, having a break. Mm-hmm. And then with therapy, is like processing those thoughts, but in a way that's not destructive. That doesn't go into like mm-hmm. overthinking mode. Yeah, I think. And then obviously surrounding myself with friends. Like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I saw you.
1: Five days out of the yeah, week. <laughs> that is true. Wait, Diane, it's just spot. I feel bad. Oh, I'm no, sure. I'm fine. I'm fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is true. Like surrounding yourself with people. Yeah. That's great. How about you? I, I don't know if you, can,
0: if
2: you You don't, don't really know. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still like five years of my life. <laughs> um, yeah, I think healing is going to be an ongoing process. Definitely right now, the fact that I can, like, talk about it and not cry is, like, a sign, but I'm pretty good. Like, obviously, I still mourn that relationship a little bit still because, again, that was my first love. That was my best friend that went through really hard times with me. Um, But, yeah, healing is just accepting that people will come and go in your life. And then also just understanding that there are good things and bad things about it. But that, in the end, it was still a good experience
1: to have Mm -hmm. had. Mm -hmm. Um, Um, So I sent you something um, in, like, the chat. And it's about, like, blocking your ex. Oh, yeah, I saw that. You saw that, right? Mm -hmm. And I thought that was, like, actually, like, pretty insightful. Because now that, like, it hasn't been that long for me, like, a month. Mm -hmm. But now that I, like, look at their posts and stuff or, like, their stories, like, I have no feeling, Mm -hmm. you know? And... Maybe the thing that he said where it was, like, oh, I'd rather you be mad at me versus sad for me, like, actually helped me in that case. But, like, yeah, I feel like once I, like, saw that, like, I no longer cared, mm-hmm. like, was you can live your life.
2: Yeah, I think it depends, really, because everyone has different coping mechanisms, right? Mm-hmm. Um I also, like, still have him on, but I also have the privilege of, uh, having an ex that never uses social media, <laughs> yeah. so it's more so, I guess maybe I'm just kind of curious, you know, I kind of just want to see he's alive kind of thing. You good? Yeah,
1: um, I told you guys I fucking emailed him. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that is the most wholesome thing, though, like an email. the saddest thing ever, but I just wanted to see he's okay. He didn't reply, but his response was, like, liking my Post. Um, him sending you a message
2: I wish he said critically sent <laughs> but it's funny because he liked my recent post at the time and then my next two three posts had my current partner now and he didn't like any of
1: those <laughs> 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 drama um yeah the most fucking millennial thing ever um but yeah
2: it really depends like for me like, what happened to me, I, like, genuinely think is a lot of luck. I know you are all, you guys would always make jokes that, like, oh, you know, you, like, you just attracted good people or whatever. But, like, a big part of that is luck. Like, the reason I met Gabe was because he happened to be on the same floor as, like, a friend from high school. That was luck. Like, that's not something that I, like, intentionally did. I also didn't know I was going to date him. Um... Also, by chance, I met Simran at my low point, and then she made me into an alcoholic.
1: <laughs> we Tonight, I ended up seeing when I was, like, full of alcohol. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> I guess things happen when you, like, least expect it. But it's like... But also,
0: I don't like that
1: in a way, because it shames people who see Club a little bit,
2: because you can, like... Things can happen when you do, like, try to make it happen as well, like, it doesn't... You know, like, that video about things that, like, people
0: in relationships say that are annoying is like, it happens when you're not looking for it or whatever. You can't look for it. Like, you
1: least expect it. Yeah. You know when you know. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) So, like, there's also no shame in working for it because it is going to be
2: work to meet the person you're trying to spend a long time
1: with. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it happens differently for everyone. My next boyfriend, let's all take bets. That's horrible. I don't want to... Hour and ten. Sheesh. Sheesh! That's too long. Should we end it here? Yeah, we should end it here. Okay, let's end it yeah. here. Um, thanks for- oh, this is still recording. Yeah, it's still oh. recording. Thanks for being on my podcast, guys. Thanks for having us. I hope. You have fun. I hope I don't sound too obnoxious. I'm really close to the mic, so have fun editing Thanks.
2: post. <laughs> oh my gosh, ASMR? Oh my God, should ASMR. Like, um, you should do like a an ending that you do like every
1: Like a, a chip crunch. A singular chip crunch. <laughs> I ate all the chips. <laughs> I was like, oh, you can do it! <laughs> um, oh, I think I know, maybe have you should have do this one. You oh, one. No, you do
2: it. Oh, you should do out. a sip.
1: Mm. Because it's... Cha. Cha. Oh. Cha. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys have fun? Yeah. This is it? just a regular day. This is just a regular but day. But with a mic. I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I truly feel like we have these conversations all
0: the time. We yeah. just
1: never record them. Yeah. Would you do it again? Yeah.
0: But would definitely do it again. Really? We can talk about
1: so many things. Yeah.
2: Okay. Next time, uh,
1: sex techniques. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't look at Simran. Maybe, uh, who knows what
0: she
1: did. <laughs> Thanks!
2: What if it didn't record? That'd be so funny. No, I
0: should.